the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, 5'2", and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. It's actually a holiday. Did y'all know that? How many of y'all had the day off for President's Day? How many of y'all even know today is President's Day if you didn't have the day off? (laughs) With all this talk of a dead Russian, it seems as though people are celebrating a dead Russian day. It's like dead Russian day instead of President's Day in the United States of America. It's really odd, really strange times we're living in tonight. And by the way, I was sitting here thinking, okay, on President's Day, on this holiday or dead Russian day, I was thinking, you know, there's so many crazy stories. What do I start with? Um, Do I start with the fact that we had cop killings happening in Minneapolis and media is hiding who the shooter was? And we actually have city, you know, officials in Minneapolis celebrating it. Do I start with with the fact that Fannie Willis got an award over the weekend? Do we start with the Trump never surrender sneakers? (laughs) Or do we start with the even crazier stuff? of illegal aliens getting more entitlement program benefits than citizens in this country. It's insane what's going on. I don't even know where to start. Let me start with this. If you miss any part of tonight's show, download the podcast, email me at andreacasio.com on this president's day. Do you have a favorite president? I'll tell you who the least favorite president is today among today's living quote, alleged historians. And of course, the new, the worst president in history, according to today's historians, is former President Donald J. Trump. But before I go any further, let me bring in this dude. I know who he appreciates in terms of former presidents, living and dead. Um, but we'll bring him into this discussion. It's my partner in crime every night of the week. It is DJ Sesame Broccolini. Uh, what? Whoa, 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 whoa. Who is that? Mr. Biden. Whoa, easy, easy. Was that Biden? Is that what that was? <laughs> I think that's what they're going for. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's crazy. I don't know what the heck that was. Whatever this whole uh, ranking national survey 2024 edition, <laughs> what a bunch of hooey. I mean, Joe Biden's right between, right ahead of Woodrow Wilson and Ronald Reagan. I mean, this is. This is just yeah. ridiculous. I, I, okay, whatever. <laughs> Did they put him ahead of Reagan? Is mm-hmm. that what you just said? Mm-hmm. Wow. It's just crazy. We might as well start there on President's Day. Because, in fact, um, your favorite Focahontas, your favorite fake Native American, um, there was one of different Democrats today that are scratching their head going, I just don't even understand you people out there. Okay. Um, in fact, uh, Benny Thompson, who was the head, a member, he was co-chair with um, Liz Cheney 
uh, what was the nickname for for what what was one of the nicknames people came up with for Liz Cheney? I can't remember what it is. She's so I don't know. Anyway, um, Benny Thompson was ahead of the Jan Six sham trial. Uh, he, he had this to say today about um, it's the second uh, clip in the stack. Sesame. I'm not surprised, but I'm really disappointed that there's still so many people in this country who somehow see this person as a viable choice to be the Republican nominee for president of the United States. They just can't seem to understand it. I mean, what do you people, what, what, uh, we've done everything we can to this man. What, I mean, what, how in the world could you people possibly still support him? We've, as Jonathan Turley said about uh, Judge Engeron on Friday, he said, J- Jonathan Turley, famed Democrat attorney, said that Judge Engeron had thrown everything, uh, had done everything to Trump, but throw him in the wood chipper. I mean, the 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 left literally. I mean, it's funny in some ways, but it's not in others because they just don't understand how Americans can still support Trump. Because in their mind, we're such peasants, we're such rubes. That when they tell us that somebody shouldn't be president of the United States, that's supposed to be enough for us, Sesame Broccolini. We're not supposed to have an opinion of our own. When they control the message and set up these like sham, when they throw Americans into the gulag and they declare something in insurrection, even when it's not, we're supposed to just go along with it. That this and 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 I've said from the beginning, and I said going back about Mike Flynn in January, February 2017. This is about, we were all going to be Michael Flynn at some point because they're going to do everything that they can do to try to cut off the head of the snake because they think if they do that, that they can get rid of MAGA. And they don't understand, still don't understand this this amount of time later, Sesame, why MAGA hasn't gone away. They don't get it, do they? No, they don't. And what they don't seem to understand is that MAGA isn't going anywhere. I mean, it's been a slower roll than I'd like to see, but looking at American politics post-Trump and the Republican Party, you are with America. You are you put America first always, no excuse. Yeah. There is no room for anything else. And that's at the mayoral level, local level, state level, federal level. It doesn't matter. So MAGA is not going anywhere. This is how it always should have been. This is what the founding fathers intended. This is basic 101 when it comes to running a nation. And that's what people really understand. Trump, this is what Trump really touched on that so many people, including even people in the GOP, do not understand. America is not just a tax farm. It's not just a place to do business. It's not just an economic zone. It's a nation. And, and we need and to MAGA put that nation not just, first. Yeah, right. And, and MAGA was not just about Trump. Trump, Trump was a result of both parties failing the American people. That's why they voted for Trump. And he understood what was ailing this country and what was ailing the forgotten voter. And it was about America, not about him. Trump could be thrown into a wood chipper tomorrow and MAGA wouldn't go away because it was not about him. He represented MAGA, but it's not about him. And in fact, when you look at that Ingeron ruling on Friday, um, I don't know if you guys recognize the name Kevin O'Leary, but he was from Shark Tank. He's one of the guys, he's, I think he's the older bald guy from Shark Tank, and he's an entrepreneur, obviously. And he, after he heard that uh, ruling on Friday, he said, this is unjust, it's un-American, this is not about Trump. And this can't happen in the United States of America. And he came out and he has come out today and said, I'm not going to invest another dime in New York. 
because this is not about Trump. This is about them trying to get rid of him. And because he represents, because if they can get rid of him, then they can seize control back over the nation. If not, they're coming after all of us like this. And the, the truckers for Trump are, um, have been saying they're not going to do deliveries in New York. Um, which some people might think is wrong for them to do that because, it, you know, that's going to hurt the the citizens there. But you know what? I'm fed up with these local citizens in New York, just like conservatives are fed up with voters in California. You know, maybe these Democrats will stop voting for these uh, for these tyrants. If, when they start to feel the pinch of it, it's kind of like these Democrat mayors didn't give a crap about uh, the Ill- illegal and the open border situation, and still it started affecting their own citizens. Well, Governor Hochul in New York um, has responded to concerns that business people had after that case, after Engeron's uh, judgment, because Trump, there were no victims, no fraud had been committed. The banks were told, how do I know no fraud was committed? Well, first of all, every business developer, which is one of the things O'Leary said, there's no developer. If they're going to jail Trump for this, they would have to jail every developer because developers, he says, what developer is not going to want the highest value possible for a project that they've built? But on top of that, Trump, the Trump organization cautioned and told the lenders to do their own valuations. The lenders got paid. They made a profit and they actually testified on behalf of Trump. So this is about persecuting a man. Today, all these, the left is mourning this dead Russian while it, uh, all the libtards are and all the Democrats while they're sitting here happy to see and a former president of the United States, an American citizen, literally persecuted. And I want to play this clip from Kathy Hochul. She's seeking to reassure the business people of New York that it can't happen to them which is quite an admission of tyranny on the part of of, uh, the governor of New York. Sesame, if you can play that clip. The law-abiding and rule-following New Yorkers who are business people have nothing to worry about because uh, they're very different than Donald Trump and his behavior. His behavior as a developer is no different than any other developer there, as Kevin O'Leary from Shark Tank has said. The only difference between Trump, the only behavior that's concerning the Democrats is his political behavior. And let me tell you, if they can confiscate his business and his livelihood because of his politics, they can and they will do it to you. It's the only difference. Anybody celebrating this today is literally a useful idiot. Getting back to, uh, oh, and by the way, there's another, and, and I know I'm jumping around a lot, but not really because they're all tied together. So over the weekend, uh, Trump got a lot of, um, I don't know if Sesame, if you saw these um, never surrender sneakers, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> the Trump never, which by the way, I loved because it was, it was also mocking DeSantis because didn't he have his never back down pack? <laughs> so, <laughs> so Trump reveals the gold, uh, never surrender sneakers, 399 a pair for these things that look like big, gigantic bronze, you know, uh, baby shoes that, you know, the baby shoes that gets bronzed. Well, Bakari Sellers said this today. I've got a clip, Sesame, 
from Bakari Sellers in the middle of the stack. Here's what he had to say about these uh, Trump sneakers. Yeah, Bakari, the, the other thing that happened over the weekend, you know, Navalny's death happened on Friday. We were watching the aftermath of that, Trump not weighing in. The one thing he did do over the weekend after that judge in New York ordered him to pay this $550 million penalty that includes interest, he was hawking these $400 gold sneakers called the Never Surrender High Tops uh, that apparently I believe sold out if, if what I read in Axios is correct. But I just wonder what you, you make of this given. Obviously, he's going to get a cut of this. Obviously, he's facing intense legal expenses. And this is something that we've seen him do time and time again, whether it's the trading cards, now gold sneakers. And he's just the, I mean, these air impeachments just simply are not going to sell. Dude, they sold out in like five seconds. <laughs> Before we go to break, anything you want to add about the air impeachment sneakers that sold out? I thought they were tacky as all get out. But, but brother, they sold, didn't they? Oh, they sold like hotcakes. And honestly, <laughs> I think they look pretty cool. I don't know how to get me a pair, but he only made a thousand of these. So it's all limited edition and very, very uh, prestigious and stuff. But look, I mean, there's no denying the Trump effect. Trump puts his name behind a product, a brand, and people like it. He's a likable guy baseline, even if you don't like his politics, which I incidentally love. So they can try to yeah. dismiss it all they want and say this is crazy and it's ridiculous. But the people have spoken time and time yes. again. America loves Trump. They keep saying it. I don't know when else it's going to sink in for people on the progressive left, but just accept it already. America loves Trump, and for good reason. Just, just accept well, it. Yeah. Well, and um, and in part, it, it it's because they know that he's done absolutely nothing wrong. Okay, they know he has. You don't have to be an expert in real estate to realize what a railroad job that was. You don't have to be an attorney. You don't mm -hmm. have to be, mm -hmm. a, a, you know, a member of MAGA. Or a and lawyer or a Supreme Court justice to no, know about exactly. it. Yeah. And you certainly don't have to be to have watched that sham, that soap opera bag of ghetto doo-doo going on down in Atlanta to see what that's all about. Okay. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to continue our discussion. Happy dead Russian day, by the way, because that's all the left seems to care about. And by the way, I hate to think of a, a political opposition leader being murdered, um, but I'm more concerned about the, the persecution of American citizens here in the United States of America. Stay tuned. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea Kay on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Show. Happy President's Day or the alternative, what uh, is going on throughout most of the country, at least on the part of the left, is uh, happy uh, dead Russian day. Because that seems to be what the left is celebrating, a dead Russian today. Um, bringing in um, our good friend. It's uh, Monday. That means Mondays with Maloney. And uh, Brian Maloney from Red Wave America joins us now. Hello, my dear. Hey, I swear I thought it was Sunday today. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so you, you know, I hear you're just like, hey, you're ready for, you know, you're ready for the show. I'm like, wait, it's, it's not the right day. <laughs> well, you want to hear something funny, even funnier than that? Okay, so we went to call you, and uh, Sesame Broccolini put in the wrong number, and we got a voicemail for Beverly. And we're like, wait, 
did did Brian go trans on us? Has Brian changed his name to Beverly? <laughs> oh wow! All right, so yeah, so fortunately for us, we had dialed the wrong number. So uh, you are still, in fact, Brian Maloney. I'm glad um, to be to remain yes. Brian. Definitely glad okay. for that. <laughs> and we are as well. So before the break, at the open of the show, what we were talking about was, of course, the fact that I mean, help me to understand. I guess I can. It's you useful idiocy how we can have the left today scratching their heads going i just can't like benny benny uh thompson i just can't he literally says i just can't understand how people could you know still support trump so help me to understand how they they hate trump in this country they're happy and celebrating his his persecution meanwhile they're they're just twisting themselves in in feeling tortured in mourning a Russian who was killed because he was the political opposition. Yeah, I mean, they want to have it both ways. And the bottom line here is they're turning our country into a a tin-pot dictatorship. In fact, they've kind of finished doing that, really. Think about it. They're pretty much job complete. Um, And then yet apply these other standards to countries around the world that, uh, that they won't that they won't have here. So, you know, and they've been moving us that way for a long time and the world sees the hypocrisy of all of it. Um, the, the world looks at us and scratches their heads and wonders what's happening to America. Yeah, absolutely. Um, were you one of the uh, thousand people that's uh, snarfed up one of the pairs of uh, Trump never surrender sneaks? No, but, you know, there were people complaining about it left and right on Twitter. How oh, could he do this? And, blah, 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 blah. and to me, I thought, hey, if somebody would pay me $300 for a pair of sneakers with my initial on it, I would go make a million of them right now and sell <laughs> yeah, them all. Right? Wouldn't you? <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, you know, Trump has always been about marketing and branding. In fact, he's an absolute undisputed expert at yes. this. This yes. been, he's been doing this for decades. His name is on all these properties everywhere. The, he is a branding and marketing genius, and we should be studying how he does it for, for the rest of our lives. So yeah. I think it was absolute brilliance to do this, uh, especially because it is driving the left batty. I mean, they are, they are so angry. It's just a bunch of shoes. And, you know, it's not well, like... If you go to a, a the Biden Harris website, they're they're peddling garbage on that website. They're peddling all kinds of stuff, you know. Well, now, like, well, yeah. I mean, like the guy's not allowed to, you know, make make a buck or whatever. And they're angry because he he's like to them he he, he he's the cockroach that won't go away. There's such an arrogance that how dare yeah. Americans still support somebody that they're telling us. We're, we we shouldn't be supporting. It's like none of their, it's like they're the abusive husband who can't understand why none of his abusive tactics work anymore. Well, you know, they're doing everything they can as the wife is packing up her ditty bag and heading out and leaving him. And it's like none, none, none of it's working. Right. In fact, well, I've got a clip. Go ahead. Yeah. And he's uh, Trump's a rock star. You know, he was a rock star way before he was a president. He's been a rock star since the 1980s, at least. So they yeah. can't take that away from him. Right. And they also I, I, I've got a couple of clips that I want to play for you to get your reaction to, because we are in an election year. Lawsuits aside, 
Um, you know, here's another example of them just really, I don't know how much of it is that they don't understand or how much they don't want to admit, um, because, it, you know, if they admit, like for today, you know, all the, uh, you know, so-called today's historians saying Trump was the worst president we've ever had. The problem for them is that the average American knows good and dang well that he's not the worst president they ever had because they know how much better their lives were just a few short years ago. Absolutely. And they but, and they can't admit why. Here is. Um, your favorite fake Native American up in your net from your neck of the woods, Elizabeth Warren. Uh, Sesame, it's the next to last clip in the stack. And she's asked about uh, why voters miss the Trump economy. And here's what she had to say. Why do you think that people, uh, all these polls show like a lot of voters look back on the Trump years and they think, they didn't like a lot about it, but they think the economy was good in the Trump years. And I know that like we weren't, I know, well, at the end, clearly. And then at the end when COVID happened and, you know, they, they figure, oh, well, COVID happened all around the world. And so, of course, the economy went south. But, you know, before that, Donald Trump was, uh, he was presiding over an okay economy. You know, again, I don't know. I, I can't explain, I can't explain polling. No, I mean, I, I yeah, can't. No, I, don't. I, I can't. And I can't explain how the narratives come to be. I also can't explain how sensitive are they. I'm going to now sound like the professor I used to be. How sensitive are they to the exact questions that get asked? Because you do get real differences in this. All I can do is do the look ahead. Mm -hmm. And the look ahead is going to be draw this contrast. Your thoughts, Seth? Uh, well, so, so what they're doing is um, they're putting together their talking points for I start Hillary Clinton was out screaming today about what the Trump dictatorship is going to look like. Um, I don't know if you saw any of that, but those clips were circulating around today. Yeah. So what the, the, there are DNC talking points that are going around about our bleak future under Trump or whatever. Uh, and so you've got Warren out there. You've got Hillary out there. You've got whoever else they can put out there to try to scare everybody. The problem here for them is that Trump has been president once before, and you don't normally have this situation. You know, you don't normally have a, a four-year break. We've only had this once in our history before. Uh, I've got to go back to the 18, was it Grover Cleveland? I can't remember. You've got to go back to the 1800s. We only had this once before uh, where a president had two terms. You know, that's if we get a second term for Trump and with, a, with somebody else in between. Uh, so, you know, so when you're out there screaming uh, uh, and trying to scare people, the problem is they do have a fairly recent memory of things going pretty darn well under Trump. I mean, the bottom line is before COVID, which, by the way, is something they introduced to to, to completely destroy the world. That's what their plan was with COVID. Um, you know, before that, uh, people really were doing well. I mean, think about the summer of 2019, uh, you know, that. Yeah. That, that was a darned prosperous time uh, where everything seemed to be going really, really, really well. So, um, and, yeah. And even in the summer of 2020 and 2021, they're also not stupid. They also know that out here in California, it was Gavin Newsom who destroyed businesses absolutely. and destroyed restaurants and took people's jobs and their livelihood away from them. And and the people that were primarily hurt were the restaurants, uh, gyms. 
it was small businesses and mom and pops and a lot of minority owned restaurants, like 65% of the restaurants in Chula Vista, which, uh, you know, were never going to come back and they were largely minority owned. And that, yeah. and they know that Trump was not responsible for that. Trump didn't. Trump didn't make that happen. And in fact, if I if if there's any criticism of Trump, it's that he went along with some of the stuff that the Democrats wanted to do in terms he of did. like uh, the CARES Act. So it's like if there was anything that Trump was involved in that was detrimental to the economy, it was as it was Fauci's fault because he went along with Fauci. But the majority of and if we had not had the underpinnings of the Trump fa- e- economics, we this country would have been completely flatlined economically. We and were then, exactly. Uh, yeah. So she goes on, though, um, we've got one more clip from Elizabeth Warren from Focahontas, because now she's flipped it. She said before in the last clip I played for you, I can't explain the polling. I don't know. All I can do is look forward and compare. So now you're going to hear her praise Joe Biden. And you as a strategist working on a lot of campaigns, I want you to respond to her. Here's how she's bragging about Biden's record. Sesame, if you can play that clip. In the other corner, you've got Joe Biden. And what's Joe Biden got to show for his time in office? Well, he's got $35 insulin and Medicare drug price negotiations for the first time. He's got canceling a lot of student loan debt. He's got, oh, getting rid of junk fees. He's got the biggest climate <laughs> package in the history Woo! of the world. And is paid for by my 15% tax on billionaire corporations. So to me, like there it is. There's, it's not like there's a bunch of mush and not a nickel's worth of difference, man. The difference is huge. The contrast is huge. And I think that's what this election is going to come down to. It's going to be that contrast. So, Brian, the hard hat out there swinging a hammer today is awfully glad that he's going to be paying off somebody else's student loan debt uh, or um, that some corporation is going to be paying higher taxes to fund some green energy boondoggle. Is that their selling point? Well, yeah, it just shows you how little they really have to go on because everything she's talking about is kind of a niche thing. You know, there's nothing broad there that really impacts a lot of people, just some special interest groups that – you know, that they're trying to get to the polls in November, namely the youth vote, which uh, which is where I think she was aiming part of that. And the bottom line is, you know, if you do look at the polls, young people are not enthusiastic about more Joe Biden at all. Um, the numbers for the polling numbers for Biden lately have been absolutely abysmal. And the bottom line is it really does come down to in November a Biden versus Trump contest, which we don't know for sure yet if that's what it will be. Um, I, I can't see Trump not clobbering Joe Biden. I mean, this yeah. is, and they know this is coming. Um, they know they know he is going to annihilate Joe Biden in states and places you never thought possible because Trump really isn't blowing it. I mean, he's he's not blowing it. Um, he's not really doing anything wrong. And we, we have there's a Trump track record. There's a Biden track record. You can put the two together. You know, like you can anybody can see, OK, how is life under Trump? How is life under Biden? Which one was better? It was it, this is absolutely Ronald Reagan in 1984 saying, are you better off than you were four years ago? And the American yeah. people said immediately said, you know, we're way better off 
1984. We were miserable in 1980, and we yeah. are prosperous in 1984, and we were prosperous for 20 years after that because of because of his policies. You know, yeah. and, and we're looking at yeah. that. We're looking at that all over again. We're looking at mm-hmm. a Walter Mondale winning, you know, Minnesota and D.C. kind of. A, we're looking at that again. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, Brian Maloney. Well, it's always great to have you with me on Mondays. Mondays with Maloney. You bet. Thank you for being here, my dear. Take it easy. Enjoy the rest of your dead Russian day. Appreciate it. All righty. We're going to switch gears when we come back. We're going to talk some border because we've got some crazy. Speaking of economics, let me tell you what's not going to sell in November is what the Democrats are doing for illegal aliens. And we're going to talk about that when we come back. Bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. If, you're, if you have today off on President's Day, I sure hope you're having a good time. If you miss any part of the show, don't forget to download the podcast wherever you get your pods. we got to talk the border We've played a couple of clips so far in this hour of Democrats. Like, they just can't understand how anybody still supports Trump. Like, what's wrong with you people? Don't you see how great it is under the Biden administration? Here's an example of how great it is. There are at least 150 uh, Chinese migrants, illegals, not migrants, that are coming across into California in uh, uh, in Yucumba. Where is Yucumba, Sesame Broccolini? It's about an hour east of San Diego downtown, um, way, way out toward uh, – I mean, you're really just in the middle of the desert, honestly, at yeah. that point. About 150 Chinese nationals a day are sneaking in uh, since October. And if you go to Daily Mail and you look at uh, these these men – it's all men – all military age men, and you can see them on uh, pouring in here. And when they're asked um, why they're here illegally, uh, they say to take the money. That's it, to take the money. Same thing from all the other illegals that are coming uh, that have been asked over there. Um, and according to um, Congressman Gonzalez from Texas. He's talking about how the reason why they come to like sometimes they go to, you know, why are some are going to different crossings than others? Like, why would why would all these Chinese be at Yucumba? And then you got all these this, you know, we've got we know 150 countries uh, are where um, the illegals are coming from. And according to Gonzalez, um, it has to do with which border areas, which cartel is controlling which border area. So the cartels are controlling our border, and they're deciding which which groups get to come to which area. So I guess Yucumba is where all the Chinese nationals are coming from. Um, but this is this is a major problem, obviously. I mean, that's isn't isn't that the uh, the um, uh, understatement of the century? And um, there's a couple of breaking news stories today about the economics behind it. 
and and I find it interesting that in whoever that was interviewing, um, well, it's not really interesting. We know the the legacy media is all about hiding. They've never been honest about the border. They do everything they can to avoid talking about the border. So when Focahontas is asked why the polling numbers are bad, and she just doesn't understand because Biden is doing so great, well, of course they didn't talk about the border because when you hear reports like today, the illegal aliens, aliens are being handed out cash payments. You know, you remember that illegal aliens are not supposed to be qualifying for, um, as non-citizens, they're not supposed to be qualifying for our uh, entitlement programs here. Yet in New York, in, in New York, they me- a memo was sent out to welfare office workers in 2023. So this was a while back from Hochul which revised the standards needed to qualify for SNA, which is safety net assistance. It, they, uh, safety net assistance was expanded to include, quote, non-citizens who are considered permanently residing under color of law. Uh, Prucall is, uh, and I'm reading here, is not an immigration status, but a public benefit category used by OTDA for the purpose of safety net assistance. It provides cash assistance to eligible needy individuals and families who don't, do not typically qualify for other forms of welfare, including single adults, childless couples, children who do not live with adult relatives. So you can uh, receive SNA for a maximum of two years in a lifetime. So um, basically, illegal aliens are, um, and, and so far it's been, uh, a, a, where they're saying it's a small portion of the $4.3 billion that have already been earmarked by Hochul uh, for federal aid. But who's believing that? Who's believing that? Then on top of it, Joe Biden did today, Joe Biden did an executive order. Let me see if I can find it. It's executive order 9066. And what Executive Order 90066 did is it, this is on top of in New York, where they're now being added to the entitlement rolls, even though they're non-citizens and do not qualify, obviously, for entitlements. Now, under Biden's Executive Order 9066, illegals are given a $5,000 visa card to use as they wish. Now, we mentioned the cartels earlier, and they're controlling which areas these illegals get to come in. You know, the Chinese are coming in here, and the, you know, Guatemala people are coming over there. Well, this person said the cartels are charging $5,000 to get into America. What a, co- what a coincidence that they're all now going to be given a $5,000 visa card, which just so happens to match the amount that the cartels are choosing. And somebody put the question out there, is Biden deliberately reimbursing the cartels? Of course he is. They're his, they're his, um, his welcome wagon. They're his tour guides. They're his bus drivers, whatever that touring company, whatever you want to call it for people that are bringing his future voters, his constituents in the Democrat parties. Um, it, it, you know, they are importing an invasion of military aged men. The cartels are the service providers, and this is how they're getting paid back. Or instead of looking at it as though the cartels are getting reimbursed $5,000, the illegals are getting reimbursed for the money that they've paid to the cartels. That's what's going on. It's an outrage, an absolute outrage. 
And let me tell you, the Americans are going to be voting about this in November. We're going to continue. We're going to continue to talk about it on the other side of the break. Stay with us. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea Kay on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay show. Um, let's talk a little Nikki Haley, shall we? <laughs> um, so Nikki Haley, I think the South Carolina primary is tomorrow, if I believe correctly. Somebody who was a part of the state legislature was out holding a press conference today. I couldn't find the clip to play for you guys, but he said, look, back when I was on uh, a member of the state legislature, when she was governor here, I had to get a resolution signed by the state in order to stop her from continuing to fund and to facilitate Barack Obama's refugee program into this country. Remember that? Remember the Syrian refugees and all the refugees that Barack Obama was bringing into this country? Well, who was a big facilitator of that? Nikki Haley. Which is probably why you haven't heard Nikki Haley today screaming and yelling. When was the last time you heard Nikki Haley screaming about this border invasion? Where is she today screaming about this this executive order from Barack Barack Obama, from Joe Biden, giving money to these illegals? These $5,000 visa cards or in New York City, them expanding the welfare from the state to illegals. She's screaming and yelling about that. No. In fact, what is she doing? She's out criticizing Trump today that he hasn't said anything about Navalny. This, you know, this is so reminiscent to me of Khashoggi, the uh, the was he I think he was a Saudi Arabian national who was killed at the embassy in Turkey. And because he was some type of libtard reporter, that was supposed to be, you know, the most horrifying thing that ever happened to America. You know, Daniel Pearl didn't get the kind of outrage when he was beheaded by Al Qaeda that that guy Khashoggi got. Right. So Navalny, because it fits the narrative that Putin is so evil. Everybody is supposed to be hysterical today over Navalny and Trump is supposed to, uh, you know, it, and it passed the test that if he doesn't spend his days after he has just been persecuted by the United States of America, he has to, he cannot even appeal this ruling in New York until he coughs up almost half a, a billion dollars just to be able to appeal. And yet he's supposed to be focused today on Navalny. That's ridiculous. And when Nikki Haley is pushing the same talk tracks as Joe Biden, that tells you everything you need to know about Nikki Haley. But here's the fun part for Nikki Haley today. She dared to tweet out something really stupid. She tweeted out 12 men down. (laughs) One to go. (laughs) Mm, it didn't go well for Miss Nikki. You want to know why? Because all the rumors of her betting a bunch of different men while her military husband was overseas was proven according to affidavits in a court of law. And so let's just say she was ratioed on Twitter for those comments. My favorite was Cat Turd, who retweeted it with a, a, a gif or a gif, whatever you call it, of a guy going toot toot, meaning she was tooting her own horn for how many men. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> How bad do you think she's going to go down in flames in South Carolina, Sesame? Oh, That's it's, it's going to be terrible. It's going to be awful. Historic. I don't know if it's going to be enough for her to back out finally, but it, man, it's going to be a blowout. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know who is causing me to laugh more today, Nikki Haley or Elizabeth Warren, because <laughs> Focahontas, she has also picked Dwayne The Rock Johnson for her, quote, dream blunt rotation. I don't even know what a dream blunt rotation is. Can you explain this to me? I've never heard that before. That a dream blunt rotation? Yeah. That's, I don't even uh, know what, the, what, I don't know. I've never, I've literally I don't even never know heard what that, that means. Um, I, I, I guess John Favreau offered her a selection of politician and celebrity options to build her list of people she would quote hypothetically like to smoke weed with because that was a that would be a really fun time. So she could barely contain her excitement um, with The Rock as an option to so that's what she means to include in her dream blunt rotation. This is how disgusting the left is now, Sesame, that they're now sitting around talking about uh, how many uh, the people that they would sit and smoke pot with. Is this supposed to be a selling point when a mirror? I mean, first of all, it's tacky. It's gross. It's disgusting. The way the Democrats are pushing a drugged up society is just despicable to me. The psychosis that these drugs are developing in people, the inability to work, just completely destroying their minds and their lives, all so that the Democrats can have power. It's just it's just disgusting to me. There's lots of jokes that that we could make at Focahontas's expense. Um, but and her saying, Oh, the rock, I'm stopping there. I'm just choosing the rock four times. Can you imagine being Dwayne Johnson? <laughs> I mean, he'd be like <laughs> So far, I don't think that he's responded. Now, she passed over uh, Taylor Swift and rapper Snoop Dogg. Um, it's just it, it, it's it's just gross to me. She's just, just she's just despicable to me. I'm actually surprised at John Favreau because years ago I was driving home from L.A. on a Sunday night, and and if this is the same actor uh, at Favreau. And he was talking about Hollywood and how they were so stupid economically trying to force and push for all these, not force, but push and vote for all these, you know, ta high taxation on small businesses and on citizens in the state of California. And then they skip off to all these other states, right, that have low taxation and to take advantage of it, which is what, you know, Yollywood is all about in Georgia, and he was like, you know, why don't they just wake up and, you know, and push for better and smarter economic policies here in California? And it's because they're hypocritical jack wagons. And now Favreau is hosting some podcast where he's talking about this. This is gross to me. I don't know who's grosser right now. Nikki Haley. I don't know who's more who's more out of touch um, with trying to be cute on on social media. Is it Focahontas or is it Nikki Haley? I don't know, but we're going to take a break. We come back. We got hour two of tonight's Andrea K show coming up. We're going to have more fun. We're going to bust some more chops. So stick with us.
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.